You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here in this fresh new year, 2017. We welcome you. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. And this is your feel-good sister, Heather. Hi, Miss Heather. I am so excited about the track that we are going to focus on today. I know I said that about all the tracks, don't I? <laughs> That's why we choose them. That's what we, yes. They're always the best, the best, the best. So welcome to the show. If this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, you have uh, tumbled into a feel-good flow, a place where we talk about the law of attraction in a way that you probably have never heard before. This is Law of Attraction 2.0, 3.0. It is the fun Law of Attraction, it is the ease, and today we're going to focus even more on how important that this is easy and that this isn't hard, and if this is hard, you're getting it all wrong. (laughs) We're going to talk about the fact that there is no price to pay for what you want. Okay, let's all take a breath, (sighs) because haven't we been told and sold a bill of goods that says that everything has to be hard and you have to work really hard and you have to struggle and you have to strive and then maybe you even don't get it. And we can't get it wrong. We're never going to get it done. So we might as well enjoy the process and feel good and be in the feel good flow. I really love this because I think it wakes us up to some of the limiting beliefs that we have that we're working with that we don't even realize we've normalized, you know, they say that too, that we normalize, you know, these negative feelings or these bad feelings to the point where we don't even realize how much we're working against ourselves. And so, you know, on today's show, we're going to talk about the, you know, the real ease and elegance of this whole philosophy is that you need to focus on what feels good. I'm so sorry to deliver this news to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're going um, I, I want to invite people to speak my new language it's called flow and ease oh I like that flow and ease bless you <laughs> <laughs> um you know it is it is something where you know the track we're going to talk about is this guy who sits in the in the, the hot seat at one of the Abraham Hicks events and it, as we say every week we we give you a little morsel of what's going on with the Abrahams and we adore them so much but we also encourage you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and just purchase everything they do and go on every cruise that you can but the guy sits in the hot seat and he basically says I'm really tense I'm really tense you know and and Abraham kind of breaks it down well here's the reason you're tense you're trying to feel good about things that you don't feel good about and that's kind of where people i think we get a little off off course where it's not about taking something that you're really struggling with and trying to find positive aspects aspects it's almost the harder way to go right 
find something we aren't struggling with that's easy to feel good about and find our flow and ease in that. They brought up something in this track, and we're going to hear it in a few minutes, this idea of the doubt factor and degrees of doubt factor. And I really liked that. It's like, does everything in your life have equal and corresponding doubt factor? Well, of course not. It can't possibly, right? There are degrees of doubt factor. So can you focus on something that has the least amount of doubt factor? I thought that was a genius question. Yeah, I like that too. Or no doubt factor. Or no doubt factor. Because I know some people who have certain areas of their life that they're bulletproof on. You cannot convince them that they're not good parents. Or you cannot convince them that they don't know what they're talking about in their career or how to play the violin or whatever it is. There is a place that we have in our heart and our minds. But even if you have something that has a lot less doubt factor than the other ones, that's the one you want to use our favorite F word on. Focus, focus, focus. Um, Because the tricky thing about law of attraction is that it's not personal and it's consistent. So if you're focusing on the thing that has a lot of doubt, then it's going to give you momentum around the doubt. It's just the nature and the principle of how this universe works. So I think sometimes, you know, we get mixed up. We think we've got to work really hard to try to turn around the things that are bothering us the most. And it's just not the easy way in. And I I love when I think about it, like we're all gardening, we're all gardeners. So we can't play, we can't plant the seeds of what we don't want and expect the fruit of the um, do want to grow. Exactly, exactly. And I also love the fact that it's only happening in the now. You know, in other words, it's only what's happening with your energy in this moment, right here, right now. And you're going to have to come revisit the now again and again. But It's only about what you're doing in this moment. And can you focus on something with the least amount of doubt factor? And the science of this is very straightforward. Then you're going to get momentum. And once you have momentum, the engines of that momentum are going to start delivering everything you want on all the different topics. So without further ado, let's listen to a little bit of this track. And again, this is from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop, abraham-hicks.com, and it's entitled, He's Feeling Tense. Here we go. So, I guess, to get to the point, I'm tense. Feeling that pulling. And yet, you know what to do. Why don't you do it? Because law of attraction adds momentum to the desire part, but law of attraction also adds momentum to the doubt part or to the reality part. And so it's all about focus, isn't it? So once momentum has gotten underway, it's really not logical that you can do a big turnaround. But you could do it before the momentum gets going in such a strong way. At the beginning of every day, you could do it. So do you have a particular desire that you have particular doubt about, or is it everything? Does everything you want have an equal and corresponding doubt factor? This is an important question. Does everything you want have an equal and corresponding doubt factor? So tell us something that doesn't have a corresponding doubt factor. I have a wonderful family. All right. So do you understand that if you were to focus more upon this subject that has no corresponding doubt factor that you're trying to get going that way? I understand that. And because the only time the engine becomes active 
is when you've got it active in your vibration. You could have piled up a million engines of doubt and a million engines of desire. But the only thing that's affecting your momentum one way or the other right now is what's active. So we're talking about I want it but kind of thing going on. I want it but. I want it but. If you would just say I want it because, then these engines wouldn't be active and you'd move toward it and you would feel some elation. And so it's what you're doing in the moment about it is the only thing that matters. Did you hear that? That's an important thing for you to know. You haven't stacked these engines up. No one's keeping score of them. It's only what vibration is active in any moment in time. I take what you say to heart and I apply it in my life. And I wake up in the morning and I meditate. And then I often write lists of positive aspects about my life or about people or things like that. I spend time at the beach. Here's the distinction that we want to help you to find. We ask you a very important question. Is there any subject where you don't have a corresponding doubt factor? And you said yes, and there are more than one. And yet, the subject that you spend more time writing positive aspects about are the ones where you do have doubt factors. So do you know what happens when you try to make a list of positive aspects about something where you have corresponding doubt factors? you get tense. In other words, it's like trying to overcompensate for how you really feel. That's why we're asking you to find something that you're not faking about, find something that you're not trying about, to find something that you just feel good about and focus upon that and just let that resonate within you for a while until you begin to feel the momentum toward what you're wanting. You've heard us say, but you've never heard it as clearly as you're about to hear it now, given what we just said to you. You could have five things that are important in your life and four of them could be going terribly and one of them could be going good. If you would focus upon the one that is going good, you would reduce the resistance factor and all five would begin moving toward what you want. Or you could have five things in your experience, four of them going really well, one of them not going well. Spend all your time talking about the one that is not going well and stand still or move backwards about the things that you want. In other words, it's all about your focus. And we're going to tease you just a little bit. What in the world is so hard about thinking about things that feel good? We know it's a terrible price to pay. But why wouldn't you want to focus upon the thing that feels good? Well, we'll tell you why. It's because you've been trained to believe that it takes effort and hard work and struggle. And unless you're trying really hard, you're not getting anywhere. But this defies the laws of the universe as we know them to be, you see. Just try it. Just pick something that feels good and give it your undivided attention just for a little while. Have any of you newly fallen in love? And you know how that gets your attention. Can hardly think about anything else. Can hardly think about anything else. That's what you want to think about. It's what you think about when you're waking up. It's what you think about when you're going to bed. It's what you want to talk about to everyone. Know what everyone's avoiding you because it's all you ever want to talk about. It's what you want to talk about. It's what you want to think about. It's how you feel. It's how you feel. It's how you feel. And have you noticed that other things in your life begin going better too because you've got your attention off what isn't working and on what feels so good? You all have those things in your life experience that feel better than others. That if you just understood, if you just trusted that more attention to what feels good will cause momentum in the direction of all things that are important to you. And your tenseness will dissipate. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? 
<laughs> it's so simple, and your tenseness will dissipate. I don't know if there's anybody in the world that wants their tenseness to dissipate, but I like it. <laughs> this is the train to get on for your tenseness to dissipate. We have a few minutes before we have to take a break, but let's see if we can unfold some of this stuff. First of all, I love the word momentum, and I love that they talk about momentum so much. And I also, you know, really want to advocate and and um, recommend starting in the morning with setting your momentum. And I recently stumbled on a book that I love that's called The The Path to Wealth by an author by the name of Mae McCarthy. And she's very uh, Abrahamic in her energy. But she talks about setting up a meeting with your CSO, especially if you're a business person and you've got a lot of things going on. The CSO is your chief spiritual officer. (laughs) And I really love that because I think in that morning time, you know, getting connected in, I don't know if this is important to you, Heather, but it is, I find that if I can do that, and get started on the right track, so to speak, it's easier for me to choose a better feeling thought. So do you have like a morning practice that you do to sort of start out on the right foot? Mostly just as soon as I my eyes awaken or my, my heart awakens, I just start to focus on my connection to source and how can I feel connected to source before I get out of bed, before I take a shower, before I go to the gym. It's just my first and most important thing. And I think that priority is so important. And also this idea of, of really understanding what are the few things or many things in your life where there is the least amount of doubt factor going on. What's the path of least resistance? And having a few of those that you activate. Don't you love that word too? What are you activating in this moment? That's kind of a one-two punch. In this moment, it only matters what's doing, what's happening now, now, now. And what are you, capital A, activating in this moment? And it really is about taking control of one's mind and being able to choose again and again and again because we know about these laws of the universe. And you can't fake it. You can't try harder. I mean, a lot of those things that we thought worked, it's uh, flip side living for the Abrahams. You can't fake this. You really got to feel good. I have a nighttime activation when I go to bed. Every night when I go to bed, I close my eyes and I start to um, – ponder upon my um, my feel-good flow lifestyle. So I'm like on a trip and um, I'm envisioning the weather and the company and like the freedom of my life and how it feels so good to have the world be my oyster. Um, I love to travel. So it's all about like being in that like I call it my vacation mode. I go to sleep in vacation mode every night. (laughs) I love that vacation mode. That's a great way to start the energy going through that ease and flow. We have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive more deeply in the fact that you have no price to pay, that you're going to have to find something that feels good. And then we promise you the universe is going to knock your socks off on deliver, deliver, deliver. (laughs) So come back after the break. You're listening to your feel good sisters here on Everyday Attraction. We'll be right back. Before we get back to this week's show, we want to tell you about our emotional essential oil blend of the week. It's called Console, the comforting blend. Here's what we know about our emotions. They are chemical patterns that live in the cells of our bodies. Scientists have studied a part of our brain called the amygdala, where emotional patterns can get stuck, especially associated with negative experiences. We also know that our olfactory system, our nose, is directly connected to this part of the brain. Pure essential oils are natural occurring substances that get absorbed through our nose and are delivered right to our brain's emotional center. So when we breathe in these high vibrating, non-resistant oils, they go to work breaking up emotional patterns that help us feel better. 
And the experience? Well, it's delightful. You can cold fuse these oils in a room or just breathe them in right from the bottle. I never leave home without them. Console, the comforting blend, can help you close the door on sadness. And it can also help you take your first steps toward more hopeful feelings, toward emotional healing. doTERRA's Console Comforting Blend features frankincense, patchouli, alang-alang, sandalwood, rose, and osmanthos. To get hold of these negative emotional busters for yourself, go to our website and click on the Feel Good Product section, which will lead you to our doTERRA site. We've chosen doTERRA because we know that these oils are third-party tested and guaranteed to be certified pure therapeutic grade purest on the planet. We also know doTERRA works closely with their farmers, helping to build a more sustainable life for these people and their communities. We also love the wholesale pricing. Check it out today, everydayattraction.com. Click on the Feel Good Products link and the emotional aromatherapy from doTERRA. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We hope that you are having fun thinking about the things in your life that have the least amount of doubt factor and how you can ignite that momentum over and over again. I just I just think it's so funny where even the practices that they've shared with us, like positive aspects, what do we do? We go find the thing that we're most upstream about and try to find positive aspects around it. And they're like, no, that's not what we're talking about. Why is it so hard for us to focus on what feels good. I have a couple of theories. What's yours? Well, for me, mine um, is programming from parents and other people. I mean, my dad grew up in the depression and, you know, his mom and people, they would, they would take the, the, um, not Ritz crackers, the, the um, saltines from the restaurant and bring them home in their purse just in case they needed some extra food, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, so there's that whole belief, like what if there's not enough? And then, having that being ingrained upon upon us from a young age, from the ages of zero to eight, that's a lot of lack programming that we don't even realize exists. Um, And the other thing is just that whole, you know, um, no pain, no gain. Like we think we have to work hard. The harder we work, the better it is. So we, if we, if we work really, really hard at something, it's more rewarding. And so when they talk about the path of least resistance, it's like, oh, that sounds really too easy. You know, I'm probably not going to have any reward if I don't have any, you know, toughness in this. So it's just there's a lot of factors, I think. I think you're right. I like to call this the old technology because it's not to say that hard work won't work. It's just the old technology. It's the 80s cell phone. It'll work. It's just not efficient. And it can't and it doesn't use the leverage of the the laws of the universe and the law of attraction. You want to leverage the law of attraction. And and this is where trying harder, uh, pushing, trying to make things happen defies the universe. And, and here's why. When you're acting as if you don't have something, the universe can't give it to you. So we're sort of tricking the universe a little bit by focusing on that which we feel we already have. And gaining an open momentum and an opening that alignment that we talk about. And then the universe goes, oh, <laughs> here's an, op- an opening. Here's another. And oh, on that other subject, here's another. And here's another. It really is about getting into the momentum. And I thought it was so perfect how they talked about falling in love because we've all felt that, right? We've all felt like, gosh, I fall in love and suddenly I'm losing weight. And I, I, I'm like, all my finances are coming together. And I can't I don't know what's happening. It's probably him <laughs> or her. <laughs> Nope. No, it's just, it's our vibration. And it's just so powerful 
to know that we're all manifestors. Everything that we have in our lives, we've pow- we've powerfully manifested. So if we can manifest that, we can manifest anything. So I always thought it was interesting to look at have I manifested more of what I'm wanting in my life or have I manifested more of what I'm not wanting? And so that kind of indicates where I've been activating, where I've been focusing. Um, and it's just as easy to manifest what we're wanting as, as it is that we, that we manifest what we're not wanting. So we're all powerful manifestors, really. Exactly. And I think the important part, too, is we have to trust it. At some point, we're going to have to trust that what they're saying is true and prove it to yourself, which is really the only way you're going to do this, is that focus for a consistent amount of time on something that has the least amount of doubt factor or that feels good feels good and watch what happens nothing is more powerful than you experiencing this firsthand don't believe us but what's interesting is that when we create that momentum and we have the time to focus on it the tenseness dissipates the tenseness comes about when we're trying one trying two we're efforting and we're trying to feel good about something that we don't feel good about and using these you know, using these laws and using these instructions to do it. That's where the tenseness comes from. But, you know, we want, we want to stop talking and giving energy to that, which we don't want, because what happens later on in this work, in this one hot seat experience is the guy says, yeah, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, but, but I suck at this. All right, great. Boom. Like what's he, what's he doing there? (laughs) He's focusing on the he they're trying to take him into what he's wanting and he keeps coming back to this thing that he's trying to get rid of. So all the time that they try to bring him away from it, he tries to bring them back to it. It's hysterical. I mean, it's easier for us to think and hear it because we're outside of his head. But you just can't talk about things you do not want and feel and move toward what you do want. That's just it. That's just the it's the ultimate truth of what these teachers are telling us. So you know, you can have you know, one one other kind of equation that they got into is that you could have 5,000 engines pointing toward your doubt and 4,099 engines pointing toward your desire. But because your inner being is focused exclusively on your desire and that of which you have, the power of source energy can turn this around so fast where your 5,000 engines pointed toward doubt is nothing compared to what your source has for you. So it really is only a pivoting. It's not like we have to dig ourselves out of the Grand Canyon here. It is a real subtle um, pivot. And the cork will float, as they said. Yeah, the cork will float when we are willing to release the resistance. And that's our option. It's an option to release the resistance or not. And so I think sometimes I feel like I'm resisting even when I don't realize it. So a lot of it for me is that awareness piece. And it's like, aha, isn't this interesting? I'm resisting. (laughs) Yeah. Because laughing is always fun. (laughs) And also, again, you can see that belief system come up when you have an unrealistic to-do list and you're getting your sense of of worthiness based on how many checkboxes on your treadmill of to-do. But And and we have this tendency to want to be – these are old habits – be realistic, you know, um, that we can't believe in the unknown, that something that we can't feel or hear or touch isn't real – these, you know, these are how we choose these thoughts. And, and we can decide in that moment that this is not the truth. 
that we don't have to pay some sort of price for our desires to come effortlessly to us. Wow, can we just take that in? It's just, it's such a revelation for a lot of us who've grown up, especially in a household where we got so many points from our parents by working harder and, you know, and being tougher and being exhausted and pushing, pushing, pushing. We got a lot of points and a lot of statues in the world for people who dug a big trench for themselves, got in, dug themselves out. And wrote a book about it, which Abraham talks about all the time. I love the car analogy. Did you, you remember the car analogy that comes a little bit later where they said, it's like you sit in your car and you feel guilty that the engine is working so hard. So yeah. you get, so you get out of your cushy leather seat and you try to like move pistons. <laughs> it's like, how can I be so comfortable and cozy in here when my engine's working so hard <laughs> under there? <laughs> I love that. It's so, it's so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Well, and that's the whole non-physical, physical, you know, I always draw a picture of a circle and then a, a stick figure of a person inside the circle. And I'm like, here's my ratio. 10% of who we are is our physical aspect and 90% of us is non-physical. So if we're going to try to do everything in our lives from our thinking and our action, which I think of our thinking as far as like our pushing, like doing, um, if we're, we're going to try to do everything from our 10%, we're not leveraging the majority of us. Our, if, we, if we're using our 90%, we can get a lot more momentum and have a lot less efforting. So it's like always coming from the aspect of the non-physical because everything is about vibration, not about words. So it's like what's the vibration that we want to hold? And, by, and they use the word activation. To me, activation is setting the intention of the vibration and the frequency and the focus. Exactly. And non-physical feels good all the time. I think that's also something that we can't get our minds around sometimes, that non-physical is always in that positive, pure positive energy. Um, but we know, based on what Abraham has told us, that when you feel negative emotion, it is the evidence that what you are thinking in that moment has now deviated from what your source knows, because it's up there, high flying, you got everything you need, you got you got 20 or 30 lifetimes of, of great experiences in your vortex, now it's time to let them in. It's your time to experience that. But here's the rub, you got to find thoughts that feel good, period. Ah, <laughs> what a burden. No matter what. Yep. Yeah. So really, I love nature because it's abundant. I always just think about, especially here we are in this um, right now huge storm and there's landslides. And I just got a phone call moments before this podcast that um, my rental house roof is leaking and there's water everywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, isn't this interesting? Why don't I just take myself on a little mini, I call it my 18 second vacation, which is one of Abraham's, um, recommended um, tools in the book Ask and It Is Given. This is 17 seconds. I just made it 18, so like 18, one more second. But 18-second vacation where I get to – I'm going to go to the Bahamas right now. It's going to be about 90 degrees there. The water's super warm and clean, clear and blue. And I'm just going to go there for a little while, you know, because I'm not wanting to think about this cold, wet weather and not being able to find a roof right now and all that other stuff because that's not really helping me. I love that. So going to the Bahamas, 
The mind doesn't know the difference between it actually happening or me telling it it happens because our mind can play tricks on us. So we might as well play tricks on ourselves in the positive aspects of telling it that all is well. (laughs) I love this 18 second vacation. That is the everyday takeaway. Thank you, Heather, because you can take your mind anywhere for 18 seconds. And believe it or not, you are physically changing the universe when you do that. You might not see it in, in second 19, but trust that it has shifted that I don't have to earn it. It is already mine. And voila, then the flow, it moves, it moves so quickly. And things are always, always working out for me right here, right now. Well, that's our show for today. We hope that you heard something that will you can take with you into the week to remember that it's already done for you and the universe has got your back, but you're just going to have to feel good. We're so sorry. <laughs> Low and ease, baby. Flow and ease. You got to speak your flow and ease this week. And as we like to say every week on our show, feel good, sisters and brothers. We love you all. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.